Hello. Hey guys. We're back. <laughs> we are back and we are ready. Woo. <laughs> Welcome back to Pass the Wine. We're calling this season two. Yeah. Since sorry it's been a minute. A, we took quite a siesta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, so just to like catch you guys up to speed, Jess and I have been super, super busy with work and stuff and we just kind of let this thing get away from us but you know it's it's okay we're back it's fine it's fine it's summertime yeah we're fine hell yeah heck yes <laughs> but we're back and we have a really good topic for you guys today oh yeah um but before we get into that let's get into the wine of the week also disclaimer before we get into this wine um there are some controvert i can't say this word controversial topics oh yeah is that the right you pronounce Con- it controversial i can't talk i don't okay. know well <laughs> anyway so no like negative no negative comments yeah. let's respect each other's opinions yep and that's that let's yep. talk about wine yep. okay yep. <laughs> so we are drinking stone hill which is a local winery in missouri it's actually like not local it's in herman um like which a is like, few hours away. Yeah, like five or six. Still we in Missouri. Still need to go. I know. We do. We need to hop on that train and go. Heck yeah. So, um, I love Stonehill. I've been to the winery. I love it because the wine is really good and it's super cheap. Like this bottle I think was seven dollars at Target. And normally sometimes when you go to wineries, like they jack up the price at the winery, but no, you can literally get it for the same price as you would at Target. Yeah. So um, definitely worth a trip if you're ever trying to do a ladies' trip or something. But this is Stonehill Concord. It is um, one of the sweetest wines that they have. If you listen to our podcast in the past, you know that we're all about sweet. We don't really do dry wines, but we will try them. <laughs> um, so I won't drink much, but we'll try it them. Says, it says it's a rich, um, sweet red wine bursting with the flavor of ripe Concord grapes. That's quite the mouthful. Wow. <laughs> Sit by itself, make your own wine spritzer by adding sparkling grape juice or soda or enjoy with dessert. Okay. Cool. Okay. So I'm thinking this is probably going to taste a little bit like grape juice. Probably. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Mm, I really like that. It tastes like church wine. <laughs> it does. I feel like I say that every time we try a new bottle. No, wine. but this tastes like this is like super sweet. It almost tastes like Kool Aid a yeah, little bit. It's really I like good. That. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. Also, you can find this anywhere. Like I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I've seen Stonehill on Hy-Vee and Price oh, Shopper. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've even seen it in Walmart. Yeah, it's it's one of the cheapest wines, but like honestly, it's one of my favorite wines because. Yeah. Not like the Concord necessarily, but really anything that Stonehill makes, um, just because yeah. it's so affordable and it's really good. So, that's our wine of the week. Cool. I am liking this. Me too. We'll let you know our rating at the end of the show. Yeah. So. If you're new, um, probably should have said this earlier. Oh, yeah. So every week we rate a new bottle of wine that we haven't tried before. Um, so far, we've liked everything that we've tried mm-hmm. so far. Well, Except for this one. What was it? It was like... Ava Grace or something like that. Was it like Sauvignon Blanc? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it I'm was, not a fan of it that. Good. It's um, still in my fridge if anybody wants it. Uh, speaking of wine, let me just share a wine story with you real quick. Like, Cool. Okay, so I just got back from Disney. I was in Disney World for 10 days. Ooh. I know, everybody's like super jealous, <laughs> as they should be. Um. Anyway, so... 
I was there and we went to the show. It's called the Hoopty Doo Review. Ooh. And it's super funny. And our friend Abby Cook actually works there. Oh, you saw Abby? I, that was the one night she wasn't working. Of course. But I snapped her and anyway, she works there. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I ordered this, um, it was a red sangria and there was a white sangria. So I ordered um, the white and my friend ordered the red and I'm thinking, okay, sangria, it's going to be super sweet. First of all, they brought it in like a huge mason jar, which was all the way full. So it was a lot of wine. They, like, loaded it down with ice. Why, I don't know. Like, just chill your wine. Don't put ice in it. <laughs> Idiots. And it was the most disgusting thing I've ever had. Really? Yeah, like, it was so dry. So don't get that if you go to Disney World, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the brand was. Like, I'm assuming it's a local, like... How much was it? Well, it, we were on the Disney dining plan, so it came with our, oh. with our meal. But I think... For, like, one glass, it would have been, like, 14 or $15, which is more expensive than this bottle of wine we're drinking <laughs> and way more disgusting. Wow. So, yeah, that just kind of goes to show, like, different states do different takes on each wine. Yeah. Like, I really like the jug, like, the Carlo Rossi, mm-hmm. that big jug. Oh, right yeah. That, <laughs> that was sangria, and that was That was my sweet. home housewarming gift. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> didn't last long. Nope. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, yeah. Don't don't get the sangria in Florida. It's disgusting. Mm. Disgusting. Well, lesson learned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my laundry. Oh, <laughs> I was like, is there a fire? <laughs> Should we leave? I don't know if they can even hear that beeping, but it's fine. <laughs> Should we take the huh. line? <laughs> cool. Okay. On topic. Yes. So today. We are talking about something that is very relatable for us and anybody our age. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that we have a very big range of listeners from people yes. that are our parents and their friends or family to people our age. Yep. Also um, in a, like a variety of states, which is yeah. weird. Yeah. But, but it's really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're really not sure how everyone's going to react to this topic, but it's just something that I think just needs to be brought up. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about, like, I'm not even really sure how to phrase this, but, like, um, just the issues um, with our generation, millennials in particular, and, like, how the older generations, like, judge us. Yeah. Because... Yeah, I mean, I don't think I have to say why, but we just get, like, dogged on for a lot of stuff, like, our political views and our, um, the way we communicate, the way we use technology, um, I feel really adult-like talking about this topic, (laughs) I really do. There's just, like, a whole lot of differences that, Mm. you know, you don't really, it's hard to see eye-to-eye with people from different generations, Yeah. you know, like, there's really nothing you can do. Right. Like, everybody... At the same time. Our parents were raised so differently than yeah. us. And their parents were raised so differently. And our kids someday are going to be raised so differently than we were. Right. So, it's just something that needs to be talked about. And something that needs to be handled a little bit better. Yeah. Um, because, like, you get on social... You can't get on social media and, like, not see a, a political or controversial topic. Mm-hmm. Which is... A little annoying to me because I'm not the biggest political person, 
Me either. Really, I don't even get into politics unless it's something that's, like, close to, that kind of hits home for me. But, like, right. there's not a lot of topics out there that do that. So, anyway, let's get started. Let's dive right in. Cool. Did you like my dive move? The dive. <laughs> People could see that. <laughs> okay, what's our first topic? Um, let's just, like, jump into the fact that it's hard to communicate Mm-hmm. in general with people from different generations it sure is um so like for me personally whenever I graduated from school and got my first big girl job one of the biggest frustrations from like with me was I didn't see eye to eye with some of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. um not only because they're like 30 plus years with, older than me yeah I was gonna say you worked with a lot of older yeah people yes and, like, the industry that I was in, um, I'm, I don't really care to say it, but, like, the industry that I was in, it's a very old-fashioned industry, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, we were both in the same industry It's in media, a yeah. Bit. Mine was um, broadcasting, yeah. in particular. Um, we both are not in that industry anymore. Right. Um, but I had a similar uh, work environment where everybody mm-hmm. was a lot older than me, and... When you get into, like, a broadcasting-type industry or, like, um, an older media outlet industry, it's harder to communicate with. It's harder... Let's see. I'm trying to phrase Everything's this. so old-fashioned. Yeah, so it's hard to changes. come in. It's yeah. hard to come in being fresh out of college with a different perspective on what they might have right, on this exactly. job. But, like, trying to learn the old ways if that makes any sense at all, so. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to anybody else. So hopefully it makes sense to you guys. Yeah, it's just, like, a lot of things that happened, especially, like, while I was in training and stuff, like, I didn't understand, obviously, because I had never had the experience before, so, like, Mm -hmm. some things that they tried teaching me the way that they did it didn't... Mm -hmm. It didn't come out, like, Yeah, like, we learn, we learn differently than... Yeah. Um... Maybe an older generation learns. Right. For me, like, I learn... I'm a visual learner. Yeah. <laughs> and I am, like, a very hands-on kind of learner, too. And I feel like, though, um, all those people, it was just, like, they just told you what to do. They right. didn't help show you or right. give and you examples. I don't know about, like, your training, but my training was either reading a bunch yeah (laughs) or it was watching like a video from the 80s old videos yep yeah that wasn't really relevant to today's times and especially in media it's constantly changing so it constantly needs to be updated um and honestly like I I'm not saying this to like be negative towards that job in particular (laughs) but I don't see media in the broadcasting and newspaper outlet being a thing in, like, maybe 20 years or so. Yeah. So, for me, it wasn't the right job fit. Um, and going back to the communication thing, it was very hard because it's... The the accounts I worked with were also older, so, like, yeah. It's hard to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. But, anyway. So, like, while I was in that job, we went to this conference for a few days one week. It was actually towards the end of the time that I was there, but while we were there, we got to meet people from different markets and everything, so that part was really cool. It was always fun to network, but there was a lot of people that were our age 
fresh in the industry and then there were a lot of people that have been in the industry for like 20 to 30 years because mm-hmm. that's how that mm-hmm. it, that how that's how that media industry is yes. um and and it was kind of cool because towards the end of the conference we did this like group exercise to where we split up into our different generations mm-hmm. and we broke down everything like we made people realize like this is how we think you guys treat us or this is how we feel. Ooh, that's it was it was very interesting and like I can't even remember. It's been like 3 months since that happened, mm-hmm. but like the baby boomers I can't I th- can't remember. I'm not good at like Exactly. Yeah, I'm not good at keeping track of like what each generation what, yeah. is called. There's so many letters. <laughs> yeah. But Give like them a name, not the, the alphabet. The baby the baby boomers though, like they straight up told us that millennials don't know life without technology false that we don't know (laughs) life without a cell phone false that we would much rather like talk to someone via phone Mm -hmm. than face to face see okay here's my thing i think we are like our age group is interesting because half of our life we were raised I'm going to say, like, our parents were raised a little bit. Like, we didn't have phones. Well, we didn't have phones, so we were in high school. And, like, right, I didn't get my first real phone until high school. Right. I had, like, an emergency phone that could literally only make phone calls Mm -hmm. to my parents and stuff. I had that in eighth grade, and it was my dad's hand-me-down, like, razor flip phone. Yeah. So, we grew up not really with technology at all. Um, I my, mean, yeah, they were, there were computers, but, like... Right, but it was the huge honking computers. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I remember I had to ask my mom to, like, hook up to the internet. Like, yeah. type in the, the little <laughs> dial-up code. So, but, like, the kids today, I teach dance, and so I teach a seven-year-old, and she has a cell phone. Like, a full working iPhone. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, well, if I was like, seven with an iPhone. All the things that you can have access to if you have mm-hmm. a phone, like, I can't... It's scary. Yeah, it is. Like, it makes me scared for my students I teach. Like, what are they... They have access to everything. Right. And the world has access to them. It's, like, it's freaky a little it bit. It is. But, yeah, they they literally said that we don't know life without cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, the part about us rather wanting to text somebody rather than, like, talking to somebody yeah. face-to-face. Like... And I, I think it depends on the situation. Yeah, I'm totally guilty of that. I am not a confrontational person. Yeah. And I would much rather send somebody an email at work rather than, like, get up and go talk well, to them. Especially if it's something that isn't, like, mm-hmm. worth the time to mm-hmm. get up, take time out of your day. Like, if it's... Obviously, if it's something serious, take care of it when you can. Right. But... <laughs> yeah, I think... If it's just a message you need to pass along. Uh-huh. I think the older generation is very like quick to judge us yeah and I don't think they realize that half of our life we were raised not like the current um, yeah the kids now the current kids yeah like I was outside playing every single day right when I could like I I didn't really have video games to play either like no. I I never had like a Game Boy or anything I got a Nintendo DS when I was like 12 Right. And that was huge, but, like, who can you communicate with that? Like, you can play Nintendogs, that's it. Right. So, yeah, the communication. <laughs> you can text somebody or message you somebody. You had to be, like, five, five feet, feet away. Apart. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, you couldn't, like, really communicate. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think cell phones are... It's definitely changed the world, but it, it's yes. not our 
generation's no. issue. I think people need to have more of a positive outlook on cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very iffy to say that because, like, I personally don't really have that positive of an outlook on cell phones. But I think, you know, we need to look at it as a way of easier communication. And yeah, I don't know. I, I would not, if I had a kid, I would not give them a cell phone until, like, I thought it was necessary. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think seven is a necessary age for a cell phone. No. Like, what are you going to do with a cell phone? Right. Whatever. I literally was babysat until I was, like, ten years old. Why would somebody right? younger than that? Well, like, for me, my mom was a stay-at-home mom until we were old enough to, like, yeah. take care of ourselves. And if we if she was gone, like, I would go to my grandma's right, right up the street. Like, I wasn't really, not that I wasn't trusted, but, like, yeah, I had somebody watching me. Right, exactly. Which isn't a bad thing, but <coughs> anyway. Yeah. I don't know, but that's definitely a huge issue. Yes. Um, obviously, we could go on and on and on about that, but I guess we can just kind of cut it off at there. Um, <laughs> I have one more question about cell phones. Yeah. So, like, um, for me, I think it's, like, nice to go without a cell phone for a certain amount of time. Do you think, like, kids could go without a phone for a while? I don't think... The kids nowadays could. I think it'd be very hard. Yeah. Like, for me, when I was in Disney, I barely touched my phone because, like, like unless I wanted to take a picture, but, you know, I was there to experience things. Right. And um, I wanted to, like, be in the moment, I guess. Well, that's the thing. I think younger kids, like, that next generation, whatever yeah. the heck they're called, yeah. they view life as a digital outlook. Yeah, and they, I feel like if they went to Disney, they would have to constantly be on their cell phones recording everything, putting it on Snapchat, yeah. putting it on Instagram. Yeah. Like, that's not real. that's not me. Like That's not what it's about. Either. If I can put my phone away for like 12 hours, uh, yes, yeah. yes, please. I don't really care to like, I mean, yeah, there are days where I'm not really doing anything and I'm constantly mm-hmm. checking Twitter or something. Yeah, But, like, same. if I'm super busy at work or all day or, mm-hmm. like, if I have, like, somewhere to go with my family, like, I have my phone on me but I'm not checking it because it's not yeah. important. Yeah, I think that's you know? an, I think I can see that being a big problem with the kids now, like, just being glued to their phones constantly. Right. And I hope... Like, knowing the, the boundary, mm-hmm. I guess. And I hope when I someday in the long far distant future when I have kids I hope I can raise them to not be like that yeah but I can't even imagine what it's going to be like when we do have oh my kids. gosh like what do you think the next big cell phone's going to be is it going to be iPhone do you think iPhone's still going to be making things what are they going to call it like I, don't know. <laughs> I have so many questions I have no idea. It's kind of scary, though. Okay, now I'm getting stressed. What's the next topic? <laughs> well, we kind of talked about technology in that, too. Yeah, but like, um, I guess the next one we could talk about is how we think you should have, how you should tip a server versus how oh, our parents or let's older do this. people. Let me crack my knuckles. Yeah, Here so we go. <laughs> just in case y'all didn't know, obviously in our first podcast or episode, we talked about us and our server nightmares. So yeah, yeah we have experience being waitresses. Five plus years. Yep. So this is definitely done. a very personal topic to both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to start? <laughs> yeah. Let me, I already cracked my knuckles. Here we go. <laughs> so, Okay. I have a family member, I won't say who, I have a family member who has, they go by this rule, and they call it the $2 rule, and no matter what their bill, 
no matter what their bill is, they just leave $2. So if they, you know, went out for lunch or something, just them and they spent $10, they'll leave $2, which is okay. Like, that's what you should leave. That's 20%. And, um, but if they go out with, like, their whole family and they spend $50, they will leave $2. So... That, like, really grinds my gears because... Does this person understand that servers don't make hourly wage? Well, um, he should. Well, yes, he should because his daughter was a server. His niece Mm. was a server. Um, yeah. So, he's had lots of family members who are servers. is his brother-in-law owner of... No. Oh, okay. No. Um, different side of the family. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Side comment. Um, so anyway, yeah, like, that's, that's just the rule he goes by, and I, uh, no, I don't do that. Like, I am, I consider myself to be a very generous tipper, unless I have the worst service ever. Right. Um, so like, for example, if I go out, and my parents do a pretty good job of tipping as well, um, since I, like, was a server and stuff. Before I was a server, they also kind of went by the $2 rule. But um, <laughs> when I um, go out to eat and, like, if I, you know, spend lunch on myself, yeah, I'm going to tip, like, 2 or $3 because I don't, I don't rack up that much of a bill. But, like, if I go out and have dinner and the and I, like, pay for my friend or something and it's, like, 40 bucks, like, I'm probably going to leave, like, $10. Right. So it well, just even it's what is it eight dollars for twenty percent like yeah ten dollars is not even that much like no it's really not and like I I hated when I was serving I hated when people came in and like and I hated being this way but you could just tell like when a family walked in like okay they're not gonna tip or oh. okay they're not going to leave a good tip yeah you prejudge them and you and you yeah. already know like yeah but and it was true most of the time like right if a family came in and they didn't look like they should the even best, be going out to eat you know like if you can't leave a tip if you can't afford to leave a tip then go get a pizza to go from domino's yeah like don't go to a sit-down restaurant and have really great service and maybe be a server's only table for the night and not yeah. leave anything. Like, servers are making less than $4 an hour in most places. So, yeah. Tip at least 15%, people. Yeah. And, like, I'll go I'll go back on, like, what you said. Like, if it's crappy service, like, mm-hmm. obviously that server doesn't deserve yeah. a good tip. But, like, a majority of the time, there's only been a handful of times where I've had really crappy service. Yes. And... All of those times, it was never the server's fault. Same. I get that. You know, because it's always something that's backed up in the kitchen, or there's always yeah. something where they're understaffed or anything like that, and yeah. there's so many things going on. Like No, I will say, um, so when I was back to Disney, because, you know, I just love Disney, <laughs> and I just got back. Um, so we went to a buff like, we went out for, like, a nice sit-down meal, um, I think, like, once every night at least and um we went to three buffets total but when I say buffet don't think like golden corral buffet like think like a nicer upscale buffet Mm -hmm. so one was um 
we went to a buffet like in Animal Kingdom. And honestly, if you're a server at a buffet, like your job is to keep my glass full. <laughs> right. You know? Like I I can get my food myself, I can serve myself, but if I am low on water for like 30 minutes and my glass is completely empty, I'm probably not going to leave you that good of a tip. Right. Especially for how expensive Disney is. Like, right. And no, like, I mean, I literally sat at one, at one of these buffets and it, think like, remember Florida is like balls hot, okay? Right. And it was like 90 degrees, so we're all chugging water, and we just sat there for like 20 minutes with our water glasses empty, and I asked for a drink to go, it was a margarita to go, and it took her like 15 minutes to even get it to me, which I get like, that's probably, excuse me, that's probably not her fault, but the water, like, just bring a pitcher of water over. Right. Like, it's not that hard. So that's probably like, one of the few times I've had terrible service from an actual server. Yeah. But I get it. I mean, it happens, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I get it. I know that most of the time it's not their fault. And most of the time servers will also tell you, hey, like, this happened in the kitchen. I'm so sorry. And, like, most of the time I'll probably tip them more just for being honest with me because I get, like, that's really intimidating to go to a table and be like, hey, we dropped your pizza back there. Like, But we understand that. Yeah. So... And I'm, the older generation does not get that, you know, because, I don't know, I don't know why they don't really get it, but. I just think, like, they, I don't know if it's, they think that people that serve, like, they should expect that little tip because that's the job that they chose to have. And I don't know, like, if that's the reason or if the older generation is just not aware that servers don't make more than $4 an hour. Yeah, I have no idea. I also think, and I've heard this from a lot of older people when I was serving, I also think when people go into a busy restaurant and they see it's busy, they automatically assume, like, that server's making bank. Why should I tip them so much? Oh, yeah. I get that. And I've had people, like, literally tell me that to my face, and I'm like, well, (laughs) I'm working equally hard for each table, so... Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense, and no, it's something that really gets me like grinds my gears. Yeah, makes me so mad. But whatever. <laughs> I wish if you're older and listening to this, like just understand that servers, <laughs> you know, they're like that's their job too. It's just as important to them as your job is to you. Yeah. So and like tip them well. Let's just like make a side note like it's not just older people Uh that think that way yeah there's a lot of older people that do think that way but like there are some people our age that think well that's stupid why doesn't the restaurant just pay them exactly but you know that's not how it works or you get like the broke (laughs) college student yeah um excuse like yeah then don't go out to eat right i'm just saying if you're not willing to tip your server don't go to a sit-down restaurant yeah order a pizza to go that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> but yeah, but going back to like the like the main topic here, like our generation versus the older generations, mm-hmm. like that's just how we view it. Um, that's something that we personally, you know, we've dealt with that. Yeah. So, and that's just the trend that we noticed here where we live. Like, right? People our age are. I've always. 
80% of the time people our age have always tipped me well when I served. Yeah. But when I did get gypped on my tips, I noticed it was from an older yeah. um, older generation or um, maybe a family that probably shouldn't have been eating out. But mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Okay. So um, now that I'm all cranked up, <laughs> let's get down to the big topic Let of the Let me just night. chug my wine real quick. <laughs> Excuse us, we just chugged our wine. Okay. That's a really good wine. I it like that It is a lot. really good. This is good church wine. Do you mm-hmm. think churches serve this wine in particular? I bet my church does because it tastes like it. Yeah, for sure. My church <laughs> doesn't serve wine. I'm not Catholic, though. <laughs> like, we have grape juice. You can totally tell it's grape juice. Whatever. Okay. What's our next topic? <laughs> oh, we're just going to talk about the broad topic... Of politics. Dun, dun, dun. Now, side note, <laughs> Jessica and I are not big political people. Honestly, if I'm going to be quite honest, I don't really have a side. Like, I, I, I don't pay much attention. Like, unless um, I know it's a, a major topic. I will say, like, my parents are Republicans. Um, I have a lot of friends who are Democrats. I have some people I know who are liberals, yeah. but I in particular, I don't know, like, I guess I would say I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I don't know. I, I see both sides and I respect both sides. Um, I think that's a really big problem with, which brings us into this, I think that's a bigger problem with the older generation. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they... Um, if they're so strongly, if they're so heavily sided with one side, I think, and this isn't just the older generation, but I think they have a harder time respecting the other side. Yeah, they're so closed off to any yeah. opinions or ideas from the other. Um, And I don't know if this, now that I'm thinking about it, like, I don't know if this is really a generational, like, trend that we're so heavily sided because I see a lot of people our age that are, like, really heavily sided and, you know, get really nasty on social media to the other side. Mm-hmm. So I think this is just kind of an all-around topic. Yeah. Um, but for me personally, I see, like, a huge trend. Like, going back to social media, I see people, like, from our generation that are causing, like, the arguments <laughs> on social media. And I am not one for that. Like, if I'm getting on social media, I, I want to see, like, dogs, and I want to see, like, food videos. I don't want to see your political crap. Well, <laughs> I have multiple older people on my Facebook that are, like, mm-hmm. either family or family friends or whatever. And we're definitely not the only ones starting any oh, yeah. political arguments because... There are plenty out there. Oh, yeah. But I'm the same way. I don't want to get on social media and see that crap. Mm-hmm. Like, I have better things to do with my time. But, like, there are certain things, like, and I'm sorry if I can't say this correctly, but the LGBT, did I say that right? LGBTQ plus, yeah. I think, is the Yeah, that like, community. Correct. Like, mm-hmm. the way that the older generations have their opinions and view all of that yeah. is... It's just so... It's awful. It really is. It, like, they're not accepting. Really, no, and it really breaks my heart because I have a lot of friends who are part of that community. Yep. I have... Um, Family, just, too. Yeah, and we were just talking about this before. Like, we have so many friends who are part of that community, and I work with a lot of people who are part of that community, and I'm so thankful for the work environment 
that is like so accepting of those people um which is a little shocking <laughs> sometimes that my work environment is so accepting because I do work with a lot of older people but it's really it's really nice to see them being super accepting yeah. um and it makes it good for my work environment because I do work for a university so it makes the students feel more welcomed right but yeah most of the time the older generation is like very yeah against it and closed-minded and it just like it makes me so sad and um June is actually pride month if you're not aware and um yeah so I see like I see a lot of negativity on my social media one of the things that I've seen a lot the past few days with like the pride fest and everything going Mm -hmm. on are (coughs) excuse me there are a few older ladies wearing these t-shirts that say um free mom hugs for unaccepting for kids from unaccepting parents or something like that and like whatever it is you guys know what I'm talking about probably but Mm -hmm. like that just breaks my heart because yeah if you have a child and you can't accept that whatever makes that child happy is Mm -hmm. what's best for them then what are you doing like right regardless if it's what you want or not like you should just want your child to be happy and yeah and if that's what makes that person happy then you should be happy for them right um now I will say you know like I think since our generation is so much more outspoken about LGBTQ plus than the older generation I think it's like very shocking to them yeah and um especially within this past year yeah the past few years really yeah but like you know that probably my parents say it all the time like they never really saw that when they were when they were being raised like they knew it was a thing but they never like really saw it so I think that's why a lot of older people are so unaccepting of it but that shouldn't be an excuse no to be rude to these people like these are people too like love who you love man right love is love Uh, whatever hashtag (laughs) so that's just my two cents on that yeah um do you want to get in on a really big political topic yeah the abortion stuff yeah so let's let's keep our opinions out of it yes because obviously that's not important Yes, but yeah, I'm saying, can... oh my gosh, like the the feuds I've seen on yeah on social media, yeah. not like my. Let's get into that. Yeah, not my personal opinion. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> what have you seen recently? Just like people being so rude, like a lot of religion is being brought into it. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless is if it should or if it shouldn't. Right. People are being so rude to other people, other people's opinions. Yeah. And I get it's really like, heartbreaking. It is. And I get that like it needs to be talked about and it needs to be decided on or whatever. But there's so many worse things happening in the world though. Yes. Like and I will that's say, what bothers me. I will say I'm like kind of ashamed of our generation for this because I've seen a lot of people our age being so rude to other people. Yeah. About this. And it's the people that are irrelevant to the topic. Yeah. Like Somebody wants to share, sometimes people do share their opinion on social media, like an older, 
person and they're not being like rude about it they're just sharing their opinion mm-hmm. and somebody from our generation comes in and like totally like slashes them for it yeah and that's just unnecessary like we get that there's two sides and we need to respect it and I will say that's something our generation is a little bit guilty of is being so hateful on social media mm-hmm. especially to the older generation but vice versa I think the older generation is also like super rude to us about it yeah so that's why I hate Facebook so much same I like consider so- deleting my Facebook so many times yeah and any social media platform that has a it's just a huge I don't even know what to say like mm-hmm. people go there to let their opinions be heard and like that's not the point of it no like I said I get on social media to post pictures of my dogs (laughs) I get on there to watch food videos and to see like what my old friends are up to like I don't think social media should be the place for that no out of people don't understand that yeah and I think that the older generation and our generation need to be a little bit more respectful yeah of our sides whatever your side may be on right um yeah that's all I really have to say about that (laughs) that I just bring that up because like it's it's the only thing I see right now and it's really the only big um political topic that's going on in Mm -hmm. our state we're from Missouri so um I mean I'm sure you've seen all that going down but yeah that's the only reason I bring that up and so I can say I think we need to be a little bit more respectful but who knows if that'll happen (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever but I mean that's kind of like all we really had to say um obviously there's a lot of differences between our generation and those from the older generations Mm -hmm. um to kind of like wrap it up like obviously like we hear almost every single day that they hear or they say that we're lazy or yeah we we take advantage of what resources we have, but like, why wouldn't you? We were given these. Resources. Yeah, we were given it. Um, we're me, entitled. Yeah, to me, like with the resources I have, as far as technology goes, I kind of say work smarter, not harder. Right. Exactly. <laughs> not that I'm being lazy because I work hard. You know, my job every single day. And, right. Um, but if it's available to you to give you the best information, why then wouldn't utilize you utilize it? Exactly. No, we shouldn't. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. But obviously this like this episode could go on and on and on. Um we've got wine for days for this episode. Yeah, definitely. But we'll we'll stop it right there. Yeah. Um, if I can like leave on a positive note, <laughs> I would say and if you're gonna take anything away from this podcast at all, I would say um to both generations I think we just need to be respectful of each other Mm -hmm. um we need to know that the older generation was raised differently than we were and the older generation needs to see that the times are changing and really moving forward in the world and in society um with really any issue whether it's you know the lgbtq plus issue whether it's with like mental mental health awareness right whatever it may be and we're moving forward and they also need to realize too like we're the future we are the future. Like, I don't want to, like, sound cocky when saying that. No, but, like, but it's true. Yeah. So, like, anything that we can do now to benefit, benefit us for the future, like, obviously yeah. we need to take advantage of that. And uh, we didn't really touch on this, but our generation is um, so, like, philanthropic. Like, we are so yeah. about, like, giving back to 
the world right in the community and doing things to help others and not that the older generation isn't but I've really noticed that yeah and we learned that in one of our classes too um specifically but yeah Yeah. I think we just need more respect in the world (laughs) everybody deserves more respect we need more (laughs) wine and respect more wine and respect these are the two things we need what do we rate this wine? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid 10. I love it. We're oh, almost out. Same. <laughs> this is so good. You guys need to try it if you haven't before. Yeah. Again, it's Stone- Stonehill um, Concord. It's the sweet red wine. Yes. It's prob- so It's one of the sweetest wines they have. So if you're into like the fruity stuff, it doesn't taste like wine. It doesn't have like a bite like some wines do. Mm-hmm. It's super good. So what would you eat it or... Would you eat it with anything? Like, it said it was good with desserts. I could see it being could, good with, like, yeah. cake. Like, some kind of chocolate? Yeah. Like a lava cake? Ooh, Oof. yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> that sounds good. No, I want to go home and make one. <laughs> no, I make a really good lava cake. Uh, that sounds really good. That sounds so good. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I'm so hungry. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, we're going to get back into... Yes. Past the Wind podcast. Season um, two. Since this is season two, we're probably going to be doing some more fun topics we might be doing part two just some of the topics we did before yes. like you guys have requested yes yes, yes. um we will some have some guests yes. whoa look at us thinking whoa. on the same track <laughs> um yeah very exciting stuff i've had tons of people like just friends of mine but like tons of people be like i want to be on your show i know <laughs> like, it's so funny yeah because to us we think like two people listen to it but when we look at our analytics, we're like, people from Texas are listening to us. Like, yeah. It's crazy, but it's so cool. So it's awesome. Yeah. And, like, as always, we love feedback. So if you guys yeah. ever, like, have questions that or anything that you want us to talk about specifically or if, like, you just want to tell us something about how you enjoyed it, If you want to be stuff. on this show, slide into our DMs. Always um, open. Don't be shy. <laughs> it's not scary. We're just talking to each other yep. while recording. Yep. Um... And also, um, share your thoughts on this episode, but keep in mind, be respectful. Right. Um, share your thoughts on any episode, really, because we like to interact and and engage engage (laughs) with our (laughs) listeners, um, and we want our listeners to engage with each other. Yeah. So, there you go. There's the longest wrap-up in podcast (laughs) history. (laughs) Also, shout out to Jeff Iman for the sick intro, and... Um, conclusion, I guess that's what you call the ending. <laughs> um, he made us our little music that you heard at the beginning and we'll hear soon in the end. Um, so thanks, Jeff. He's my favorite brother-in-law. He's my only brother-in-law. But he's so cool and we thank you so much, dude. Yeah, you're <laughs> kind of the coolest, I suppose. See, Jeff, I'm in for all your music needs. Hey! <laughs> Alright, guys, we'll see you next week on Pass the Wine. Thanks. <laughs>
It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.